Hey, patrons. Uh, this is Drew, and uh, this episode coming up actually has an ad. It's for Patreon, uh, just because it was recorded on location in uh, Swamp, and I didn't want to. It would have been I didn't want to cut it out. Uh, it praises all of you that support the show anyway, but also uh, would uh, make it abrupt when it like uh, like uh, you know what I'm saying. So. Uh, that's why you'll hear yourselves be praised uh, for supporting the show and me encouraging other people to support the show. And uh, this was recorded, uh, I guess I don't get the chance to do this on the regular episodes, uh, on location this summer, on a, near Bog, uh, uh, near a river uh, this summer. And uh, thanks so much, and here you go. Uh, hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary, welcome to the podcaster who's in a swamp with frogs and lightning bugs, uh, or whatever the correct term for like a light, light generating bugs is and frogs, and they're already correcting me. It's time sleep with me the podcast that puts you to sleep uh, and uh, tonight's episode is an on location episode brought to you by a uh, frog so that's correct uh, well uh, technically not brought to you by frogs uh, brought to you by all our patrons that support the show at sleep with me podcast.com slash patron voluntary subscribers uh, that say things like recently that say geez like uh I look at all the money I spent on all other insomnia cures. A listener, a patron just emailed me. I don't know if that bug was on the mic or in my ears, but if it is, uh, that's pretty cool. They said, I look at it like all, how much I spent on all other insomnia cures and solutions. So that 10, support and sleep with me at $10 a month is a no-brainer. People that give value out of the show... And also I try to get this message across to you is just like a 1% of the audience that's listening right now. You, they say, yeah, I really do get value out of the show. Uh, I really do get $20, $30, $40 of value. I just ask, you know, think about like a lot of hard work goes in this podcast. And the best way to support it is to become a patron at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash patron. You'll speak not only like uh, with your hard-earned money. Yeah, but when you support the podcast for yourself, you support your own uh, restfulness and, and good night's sleep. Uh, you're supporting it for over a thousand downloads every single month for other people. Uh, so I greatly appreciate that. And uh, so you can do that at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash patron. I uh, want to thank uh, everyone who uh, listens to the show, uh, works on the show. Uh, Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful Studios, Carl W., The Legend. Scotty and Jennifer on our, on our, on our artwork. I'm at Dear Scooter on Twitter. And uh, what else? Uh, oh, uh, listeners have their own Facebook group. I want to thank the moderators over there. Stacy, Lauren, Keith, uh, Julian, Jennifer, Summer, and Sarah. And if you haven't figured this out already, this is an on-location episode uh, in a swamp, uh, or on, I guess on the edge of a swamp. Actually, like I'm sitting in the, the prow of a rowboat. The rowboat itself is in the uh, swamp, but the prow or the head of it isn't. And let me start the show. Uh, 
Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it's a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to try to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, feelings, emotions, frogs, uh, flying friends, lightning bugs, light bugs, uh, glowing, whatever's keeping you awake, uh, whether it's uh, a couple of those things, life events, uh, things you're dealing with. Whatever's keeping me up, I'd like to take your mind off that. What I'm going to do is try to create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake. Uh, and I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. In this case, through the deep, dark night, because I'm recording outdoors at night. And, uh, like, take your mind off. So usually these intros are a little bit longer. If you're new, uh, it's kind of tough to, like, the intros, I'm used to doing them in the studio but here's the structure of the show. First six minutes are to support the show, your credits, uh, how we pay the bills, how we keep our giant archives free. Then we have an intro. This is like our intro. Usually the intro itself is like about uh, 12 to 15 minutes. This one will be a little bit shorter. Uh, but the whole idea of the intro is to get you comfortable. Maybe if you want to do your bedtime prep, you can do that. Uh, some listeners... Uh, some frog. I didn't, I didn't know of any frogs that listen to the podcast till tonight, but uh, maybe you could put some frogs to sleep. What happens when a fr- do frogs croak when they're asleep? Uh, frogs, uh, they do, according to those two frogs. Uh, but whatever's keeping awake, uh, this pack is meant to take your mind off stuff. Usually, so usually there's a long intro, then there's an episode. This is kind of a combo thing. And we'll have uh, plenty of uh, on-location noises from our forest, fr- our swamp friends. You're, you're right, frogs. And uh, I wish you could see. At some point, I'll be counting lightning bugs. Uh, so don't worry, lightning bugs. You will get your due. And, uh, you know, it's a podcast to take your mind off stuff, to keep you company in the deep, dark night, and to put you at ease. Uh, we just do these uh, on-location episodes occasionally. So let me just get straight into the episode portion here. Uh, I'm, in a, I'm, in, I'm in a swamp, uh, I guess like I'm on the edge of, uh, I'm on a thin piece of uh, uh, soil, I'd say, a grassy, I guess it's a grassy, I don't know if this is an isthmus, I guess it's just a peninsula, a path, a, a woody, woodsy path, uh, and I guess this path itself and the, the uh, ground I'm standing on separates a pretty large swamp from kind of like a more murky part of a river. And it was about two years ago that I recorded Bugs of Smooth Night, uh, who happened to have lights. And I guess in my mind's eye, this was one of my favorite spots to record. Uh, I remember the episode feeling magical and listening back to it and being surrounded by lightning bugs. What I don't rem- didn't remember is... Uh, that I would be wearing, and I think I did last time, two jeans and a hooded sweatshirt, and it's hot and muggy. And, like, uh, even though I'm covered with enough deets to, uh, like, uh, de- de- uh, I'm surprised there's the leaves on these trees. That's how much deet I've sprayed on myself, and it still feels like it's not uh, fully effective, but that could be, you know, just my mind, you know, my mind playing tricks on me. But so I'm down this path, uh... 
in a wooded past or like a bushy past. I guess you could could say the one. And I've come down here. Now, there's very interesting. Now, again, I'm not a, um, whatever a bug, like a bug expert's called. But I want to call them bugologists, but I don't want to. I know they have, like they have a name, and I really don't know who specializes in frogs, amphibious. Uh, oh, did you say Bill? Okay, so I guess someone named Bill uh, specializes in frogs, or at least uh, these frogs. Now, two years ago, it was a month, like it was August. I'm, this is July that I'm recording this, and I can remember there was a lot less frog noise and a lot more bug noise. And so that I find very interesting. And I don't remember getting as harassed by our flying friends as I was uh, last time. So we'll see. You know, maybe this will be a half episode. I don't know. Uh, like, I get, my vision is even, I say, what does it say? Uh, Flacasis of mosquitoes. But I'm down this path, and it's about, I'd say it's about 11 p.m., We've got a full moon. It's behind some lovely pine trees. Uh, So the sky is light. There are stars in the sky. Uh, I've got a lot of trees around me as well. And then, uh, like, uh, up until the point I started recording, there was about 10,000 lightning bugs. Like, it literally looked like lanterns. And this was last the last time I recorded. I was speaking exclusively of lightning bugs. I didn't think we had quite as much frog action. Yeah, I miss you. I miss you too. I do. I do miss you. I don't know if any of these frogs know, have heard of the music of uh, Trill and DJ Echo Bass and uh, Slurp. Uh, those were my musical uh, forest friends in Florida. But now I'm here in New York State, and uh, yeah, there's a like there's a good amount of uh, lightning bugs, and uh, there's probably some winged creatures flying right in front of the mic every once in a while, which is. Uh, I don't know how conducive to sleep that'll be. I may have to cut those out. Uh, but it really a lot of lightning bugs. And they're blinking and they're floating. But last time I had found them, they were even on the ground. And I didn't know if they were attempting to mate. And I was big into odes back then. So I think I wrote an ode. Uh, bugs of smooth light who happen to have night. I called in the, uh, you know, the spirits of the great bards. And when they didn't arrive, I just did my best on my own. Well, yeah, we're down here. We're at the end of this path. Uh, Like, there is an 80% chance when I return on this path, it it was flooded in one area, and I had to climb against a bush uh, to get around. Uh, Hopefully I won't fall right into the swamp, uh, because that wouldn't be good for the equipment. For me, it would be, you know, par for the course. But, yeah, let me tell you about this uh, night. You can hear my frog friends uh, chanting in here. And that's a nice, nice sound. Very, I, I guess, uh, oh, I've been learning, like I talked about with DJ Echo Bass and Trill, the difference between encouragement and praise. And I've been testing that out on, like, because I'm not really good with interpersonal stuff, but uh, interspecies communication is uh, something I'm, I'm very interested in. And interspecies, encur- you know, talk about, uh, like, a, what do they call like an ambassador for human, like a uh, insect, amphibian, and uh, lightning bug relations, and also, you know, any creatures at night that make noise, the good kinds of noise, not the annoying kinds. Uh, 
I could be the ambassador for that. It gets to like an unofficial ambassador because I don't think that pays uh, anything. And uh, but like uh, I've been tra- so in, in in light of my imaginary ambassadorship uh, to nighttime friends, I've been working on encouraging our nighttime friends instead of praising them. And praise would be uh, wow. Light, 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 you light me up when you light that light lightning bug. Man, I feel great when you light up those lights, lightning bug. I think that's praise. I mean, that's like a false praise. I mean, not a, that I don't like it's just I'm trying to make something up uh, instead of, jeez, uh, like, well, I guess I don't know if this, I don't think this is either encouragement or praise. Can, can you do praise and encouragement by ignorance? Like, Wow. I really appreciate that you can light up, even though I didn't pay attention in science class, so I have no idea how you do it. Uh, also, wow, you're flying around lighting up, and I don't even understand uh, if you're an insect. I think you are. I think I remember, you know, every, you know, we'd try to catch you and put you in a jar, and, you know, then we'd miss when we were trying to catch you, and some of your friends would go to the big farm to light things up there. It doesn't really seem like encouragement or praise either. Uh, but I guess like maybe I'm more of the appreciation camp tonight because uh, I see them blinking, and then I finally hear froggy friends. Uh, and there's like that that one we hear that's kind of like uh, did you would you mind if I called you like said you were like at a viola like tone? No, I wasn't talking about you. I was talking about somebody else. You're more of a twang. Like, you're more of like a banjo-like twang, is what I was thinking when I heard you. Like like a twang, twang in a banjo. How, how do you feel about me saying that about you? Great, great, because finally someone I can, uh, uh, yeah. Oh, did you say no or yes? I, I guess I wasn't sure about that. Well, I'm here live at the swamp uh, with twang, the uh, lead... Oh, in, in tw- okay. Oh, there's like four, tw- four twang. You're twang. Okay, who else do I have here? I'd like to introduce everybody. Oh boy, that was too many people to introduce. Okay, yeah. Hiccup. Okay, Hiccup. Great to meet you. And so we have twang and we have Hiccup. Who else do we have present here tonight? It's twang. Twang. I I got you. You're a bit like. Uh, do you do you know Trill and uh, I think Slurp was like that, like kind of a joke. Oh, sorry, I was talking over some other. Okay, so let me try this again. What other wonderful friends do we have? How do you all make those wonderful? Okay, I didn't catch that. I didn't catch your name. Twang. Yeah, no, I know you're here, Twang. I was wondering if there was anyone else here who I could name in between talking on Q, who gets Qs? You know, who, which other frogs know their Qs? Oh, wow, Q. How about I call you Q? That's like, uh, no, you're Twang, Barry. Okay, and there's Viola. Oh, Viola. Well, the Viola, that's your name. Uh, because, you you know, you need to participate to get credit here. Yes, Twang, you're getting, you're going to get an A if we we're grading this. Ooh, Sue. With a long, yeah, a long Sue. I like that Sue. Sue, I, great to meet you, Sue. You're you're not that far from Viola. 
And I was just trying to figure out, uh, don't everyone answer at once. Wait till I actually, uh, actually ask the question. But I was sitting here trying to, no, no, okay, well, uh, it's a bit like pre-K. Uh, I was just trying to sit here and think about one. Yeah, how about, how about, what do you, here's a proposal, I'll run it by you. Well, I got to say the proposal, twang, twang. You already like my idea, great. Because I was saying, can't, I'm not sure what your diet is. But what would you frogs think about, and again, I'm not sure if you're frogs, uh, but I'm just going to go with that. Uh, what would you think about not ever eating lightning bugs, because I'm not sure if you do, but eating lots more mosquitoes? Uh, how would you feel about it? Like, uh, could you increase your mosquito consumption tenfold, like, right this moment? Okay, you're thinking, oh, are you having a quorum? Okay, go ahead. You have a quorum. I mean, I'd love to chime in. And, uh, like, okay, frogs, how about this? How about we share some ideas, some brainstorming here? Anybody that has an idea? Okay, I can see you're excited, Twang. Is uh, ideas for naming, I see, do, do lightning bugs travel in pairs? Because tonight it looks like they are. Uh, and I can't sing on this podcast, but, like, seeing lightning bugs travel in pairs kind of makes me want... Oh, thanks, Viola. You sing to those lightning bug pairs. Oh, Viola. That was lovely. And it's so good to be here tonight. Actually, I'm looking up in the sky now, and uh, I think I had a couple questions for the frogs that I forgot. Uh, Oh, how about naming lightning bugs? Sushi. Like sushi and the the banshees, right? Is that what you said, Twang? Sushi. Okay, I guess that was... Oh, sushi. Like sushi. Okay, oh, we could use it twice. Sushi and sushi. Great. Okay, we got two names down. I was going to say, frogs, I'm looking up in the sky and I'm seeing something, a star that's kind of reddish. I'm not sure if it's a red... Uh, it, sushi. I know, I, I did hear you twang when you said that the first uh, two times. But I'm looking up in the sky, I'm seeing a reddish-type uh, planet. Uh, really looks cool. Um, yeah, cool. Oh, wow. Are we having an exchange of dialects here? Cool. Can you say that after me? Cool. It means... Okay, sushi and cool are two different things. I was saying cool. I kind of feel like I'm uh, that kid trying to teach the T2 or whatever. Uh, Eddie Furlong... How do you frogs feel about Eddie Snowden? Do you think Eddie Snowden and I have the same hair? Mm, cricket. There's not even crickets. Uh, that's, uh, yeah, that does happen to me a lot. Thanks, uh, Sue. Twang, what did you say? You were just laughing. Do you do you know Eddie Snowden? How about this? Do you talk to frogs in Canada? How, how, do, like, do, you, do you observe national boundaries or just local boundaries or... You just live your frog. Oh, you just said twang. Hmm. Did you say sushi again? Here's another question for the frogs, since the lightning bugs really don't talk. Is uh, what's the what's the height limit on lightning bugs? The top of the trees? Because uh, I to tell you what, they make my sore, uh, my heart sore higher and higher. And you really, a lot of you are drifting by. Are you going somewhere? You think, hey frogs, you think the lightning bugs are going somewhere? Did you say, Viola, did you just say, hmm, I like that, hmm, so wise, wisest of the croakers here. 
live. I'm live on location just in case anybody's just tuned in. I'm in a swamp. Uh, I'm covered in DEET. Ineffective tonight. I have un- covered in clothing and DEET. And I uh, can't tell if it's my thoughts, but I'm pretty sure I'll be uh, covered in calamine soon. Sweet pink hues on my bed sheets. Uh, so I'm here. I'm in a swamp. I'm here with a bunch of frogs, uh, some named, some un- unnamed uh, lightning bugs. We're uh, all patiently awaiting the arrival of the moon. My butt has fallen asleep. I'm sitting on the front of a rowboat, uh, deep down a forest-like uh, path, uh, on the edge of a forest, a small forest, uh, maybe not even. I think it's called a forest, or it's a state park. And, um, rec- you know, I'm recording... Uh, yeah, I usually like to come out here. I like to look at the stars. In the past, I've listened to bugs. And I remember two years ago, these lovely frogs weren't here to comment on things. Uh, it was more listening to bug noises. And this year, more bu- like uh, you'd think uh, more frogs, less bugs. I guess that makes sense, except for the skeeters. Uh, but the frogs are having a quorum. Any any results on that vote, uh, frogs? Uh you know, we're here. We could be collecting live re- results on the frog quorum uh, to begin consuming mass amounts of mosquitoes, which would be good for everybody, I think. And I wasn't totally listening, so I didn't hear what the, I think a frog said something, but I wasn't paying attention. You're still thinking about it. Okay. You know, what could I say to convince you? Viola, were you saying be patient? Well, I, you know, I, I try, but I... Uh, I think if I, like, I'm trying to be patient to to get another uh, 30 or so minutes of recording in here, Viola. Now, Viola, why don't you tell us about it? Where where are you from originally? She's from Memphis. Uh, Wow. Thanks, everybody, who uh, uh, keeps us surprised of Viola. Now, Viola, if you were a color, what color would you be? Milk, the color of mi- is that is that a color or, I guess I can I can accept that as an answer, very artistic answer, maybe deep, maybe not. I d- I did hear you twang or tw- what did I call you twang, when you said that earlier. Sorry, I forgot your name. You know I'm uh, I'm, I'm a boring podcaster. I can't, you know and no, no, I'm just kidding. This is just a just a joke. Uh, not funny. I know, I know, I'm not funny. You know, I wouldn't be here getting, uh, you know, meeting my friends uh, if, if I didn't care. I really would love to uh, uh, learn how to give you more encouragement and praise. But, you know, the best way for us to do that would be if you could get rid of all these mosquitoes. Because, uh, oh boy, uh, I'm going to be in for it. Uh, oh, thanks, Viola. Hmm. Viola said, uh, I, I actually, I didn't even ask you a question, Viola. Well, yeah, so I'm here, and I, I guess uh, the frogs really aren't, uh, I don't know if my praise engine's not working or if my you know, if my frog relation meter's off. Uh, they just seem to uh, chime in when they feel like it. And uh, actually, it's weird. The lightning bugs have uh, they've moved. You're right, Twank. Thank you. You're right on cue. You took my cue, and you ran with it. What? Uh, How did you know uh, right when to chime in? Thank you. Was that you, Sue? Thank you. That was a great description of uh, how Twang knew when to join right in. Wow, you frogs learn fast. 
Okay, let me change that because that sounded a little bit like praise. Uh, how have you frogs just been observing me, and is that the process by which you've been learning so quickly? Because that's really impressed. I'd love to know more about how you learn so quickly. A lightning bug's pretty close to me. I don't know if any lightning bugs have landed on me. Uh, that would be pretty cool, like, to, uh, if you had some sort of lightning bug pheromone and you could get them landing on you and then walking around, uh, children's parties. I do it all. I talk to frogs. I wear lightning. I have a lightning bug suit, uh, so I could do frog birthday parties, you're saying. What other things do are at frog birthday parties other than, uh, imaginary humans in lightning bug suits? Casseroles, I think. Did you say casseroles? Like a grub casserole? That's what I'm picturing. That's what I would bring. Good. It sounds good. Thanks, Sue. You'd love to have me, Viola? Well, thanks. Down in Memphis or somewhere more local? Viola, by the way, how did you get from Memphis to uh, uh, whatever county we're in, Jefferson County or uh, Swigo County? Uh, Viola, what brought you from Memphis uh, all the way here? Stuffed it. Thanks, Twang. Stuff. That's what that's what drives us all. I guess I didn't know that we, uh, we had so many things in common, humans and frogs. Uh, but we ha- that's weird. We have stuff in common, and we know that means more than what it just means. Right, Twang? Milk. No, no that was an earlier answer. You're right. I haven't met you. You're t- t- behind me. Milk. No. Is that what you said? Did you say Milk. Syrup, uh, like syrup, because you're you're throwing me off, frogs. Uh, I don't know how is. Can you use praise in the negative or encouragement in the negative? I don't know what you're doing, but you're really confusing me. How are you confusing me so much with stuff? Stuff's confusing you. It confuses me. It clutters our lives, and uh, it also sets us free. I just needed to rhyme there. I'm sorry. Uh, at, Stuff, yeah. No, no, I heard you when you said stuff. Uh, I guess we're, we're, we're in a little bit of a, like a logic loop here with the frogs. Uh, it, tell me more about, the, like, what is it like to be, what's it like to bring it through your skin? How's that feel? That's not either encouragement or praise. That's just curiosity. Feels great. Anyone else have a comment about that? Really feels well, I think Viola said. And then Twang said, sweet, uh, so those are different ways it feels to breathe through your skin. You no, know, again, I, I, I have never paid attention. Uh, uh, do you breathe through your skin all the time? All the time? Is that what you said? I really think that five years from now, uh, uh, Suni Oswego, there'll probably be a study coming out. Uh, sentient frogs communicate. Uh, this is where it all started, folks. Don't forget that. Uh, and frogs, when you do that, please subscribe to Sleep With Me podcast, a podcast that puts you to sleep. Sleep with me. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Uh, again, I didn't catch your name. Uh, that's Gene. Oh, Gene. I love that name. Oh boy, I just heard a splash. I don't know if anybody's jumping in the water. Maybe, maybe Gene was jumping for joy. Gene was jump. Gene jumps for joy. Uh, you know, Joy, have you frogs ever heard about Joy, joy Germ, joy germ Joan? Uh, joy Germ Joan. Could I tell you a little bit about Joy Germ Joan? I may. Well, I don't really know much. Uh, 
I believe, let me piece it together. This is a story from my childhood. Uh, Joy Jern Joan was a friend of my father's. Uh, are you, am I putting you to sleep? Is that what you just said, Viola? Yeah, maybe. Well, Joy Jern Joan, uh, don't everybody talk at once. I'll know you're ready when, when you're not making frog noises for my story. Uh, but uh, Joy Jern Joan, I believe she was a friend of my father's. And she, uh, she had a non-profit, I believe, or some sort of, it may, may have been a for-profit business. I don't think it was called, it was called, uh, I think it was called the Joy Germ Society. And I, th- I think I've talked about it before, but never with frogs and lightning bugs. Lightning bugs gather around me and, uh, you know, give me some of your pheromones, because uh, I'd like to work at frog birthday parties when I bring the grub casserole. Joy Germ, you're right. Thanks, Twang. Joy Germ. Yeah, so Joy Germ Joan worked with my father, uh, and, or knew him, and she had a nonprofit I think called the Joy Germ Foundation. I would have to Google all of this. Uh, some of you know, my whole life I wonder if I was in a fugue state, and it was I think a precursor to the um, the you know uh, what's that thing called when you hug people? Free hugs movement. Joy Germ Joan. I don't know if there was any hugging. But I think she was all about, you know, she would go on uh, local uh, television affiliate shows and talk about joy and spreading joy around and getting the joy germ and the infectious infectious nature of joy. And, uh, I mean, I love my father, but, it, like, and myself, I think, as his son, I cannot think of two people uh, further removed from the term joy. Though now I do work in trying to understand joy and... Uh, Bring joy to frog birthday parties with my suit of uh, lightning bugs or light up bugs, whatever. Fro- what do you call them, frogs? But so at some point, this is when I was in grammar school. I became aware my father and Joy Germ Joan were were in cahoots of some sort. So I don't know if my father was working with her, or volunteering for her. But one day we were in a parade on a Joy Germ float. Uh, who would have known Little Scoots, uh, uh, the man who would ne- like would uh, sw- I, I don't I never remember swearing off Joy, uh, but I certainly did. And uh, but at some point I was on a Joy Germ float, and I think we were dressed as Joy Germs, uh, which I don't exactly. I think it involved a uh, sandwich board and markers, and maybe face paint and. I don't remember what parade it was, because Syracuse, New York, uh, where I grew up, it had a, uh, a St. Patrick's Day parade. But I get a, I get the fe- maybe this was just a Joy Germ parade, because I get a feeling it wasn't a St. Patrick's Day parade. You're not sure either, Viola. In Memphis, you have Joy Germs. So, oh, geez, so maybe this is, was a movement Joy Germ Joan was a, a part of. I think I had a car to hers that said, you know, Joy Joan, Joy Germ Joan. That's what she went by. And I guess that's one thing to think about if you're you're, you're listening to me now and you're uh, you're kind of like listening to the frogs and thinking about the lightning bugs and then thinking about local television affiliates and the the kind of uh, you know the quirky people that go on used to go on those. I guess this was before the days of uh, cable television. I don't know why that would change it, but uh, it did seem like they had a lot more quirky local segments, and they would always have wacky people in there. You know, like the uh, gadget guy and the fruit fruit lady. Usually, like someone that wore a lot of hats and 
you know, Joy Germ Joan. They probably once a year they probably had Joy Germ Joan on, and uh, Joy Germ Joan was there to talk about the big Joy Germ parade. And then they, you know, maybe this was likely before the internet because they said, "What was that kid frowning?" And the Joy Germ float, Joan. Who, who was that boy with the? He he had a pre-furrowed brow. We've never seen that before, and we just watched that over and over again. He was was he pouting up there? And Joan would say, "Well, he just needs a little more joy. We just we just get to spread the joy around, praise and encouragement. Uh, maybe get him a lightning bug outfit. Uh, it, one day he'll be working at Frog Birthday Parties. You know, forty, thirty, forty years from now, he'll be bringing joy to frogs everywhere. Uh, what do you think about that, frogs? What do you think about that story? Could have been tighter, I know, but in my memory, it's like a Swiss cheese." Uh, yeah, Swiss cheese. You know, it is. Uh, my, like, I, I had uh, the days of uh, chemical joy, chemical searches for joy. Uh, that's what I want to keep you frogs from. I want to keep you lightning bugs from those days uh, by being able to uh, dress up in a lightning bug suit, make a vegan uh, grub cocktail, or, no, you know, no grubs allowed. Uh, you don't like that? You don't, you want pure, well, well, let's get this, I think you'll all be full from the mosquitoes. Mosquitoes seem to be the only ones that know I'm not joking uh, about them, but, uh, you know, they're going to have their day tomorrow when they're laughing at me with their full bellies and I'm uh, uh, crying, you know, like, uh, but anyway, like, it's great to be here, great to be here with all my podcast listeners, my sleep with me friends, we're here. With a bunch of frogs and, uh, oh boy, the lightning bugs are all gone. I'm not sure if it's like, I'm going to give it a few set. Oh no, okay, there's a couple in the distance. Maybe the lightning bugs are settling down to go to sleep. I don't know, what, what frogs, what time are your bedtimes? 12. Uh, okay, we got one twelve. that was from Sue. Who, I'm sorry, I missed that. Who, who else has a bedtime out there? 12. 11, it's past 11. Twang. Twelve fifteen or twelve thirty. Twelve thirty. All of you. Oh, I think we have a quorum result on that. Twelve thirty is when frogs go to bed. Oh no, you're saying you're nocturnal? Oh boy, Are you sure about that? Because I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily know that that's a fact. Huh? You sound, you sound a little bit under the weather, uh, my uh, dear Viola. Yeah, I'm out here. The moon, I'm looking over at the moon now. It's just poking through the trees. It must be, uh, like, uh, not going to the apex of the sky. Yeah, the moon. That's what I was talking about. You're right, everybody. The moon. The moon. The moon. Right. You're right, Twang. The moon. You could just call it moon. That's fine. Uh, moon. Good night, Moon. Uh, hello, Moon. It's a full moon tonight, or pretty pretty close. Uh, yeah, full moon. Moon. Okay, so these, fro- these frogs are learning words here. Moon. Full moon. Some of you are saying, did you just learn that full moon from when I just said it? How did you manage to pull that off? Full moon. You're right. You're good. Great job. Good, very good job. Now, I'm, I'm out here with all these frogs, and... Uh, you know, trying to communicate with them, and I thought of something we could do together, and then I just forgot it. I went to sit up straight, uh, 
No, 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 we're not just going to keep saying full moon over and over again, frogs. Uh, we're out here together. Uh, you know, I'm going to stick this out, uh, this recording out as much as I want to get out of here and uh, uh, start putting the calamine. Do you frogs know what calamine lotion is? Calamine lotion, yeah. What do you frogs think about uh, fireworks? Because you must, like, uh, don't fireworks. No, no, no. Don't just repeat. I'm asking actually questions. Do you, do you have any opinions on those? Uh, do frogs, Viola, do you, do you have any favorite stars? And I, I'm talking about stars in the sky. Well, they, uh, I, I talked over it. So did you say Polaris, Viola? Uh, Viola. Okay, she didn't. She she did say something. I don't know if I, maybe I should rewind the recorder. I think she said Polaris, Polaris. I guess I'm a bit like a frog. Frogs have creaky dulcets. Uh, Viola has creaky dulcets. Uh, frogs, I'm here. I think Viola, are you saying you'd like to date me because of my voice? I talk like a frog. Hey, frogs, I'm so glad to be here to talk to you. We do it with the frog bedtime story. All the frogs need to do is get in bed. The lights are already out, uh, except for the lightning bugs, and uh, you don't need to... Yeah, press play. You're already ahead of me. These frogs have gone sentient. I may not... uh... Well, yeah, you frogs uh, all ready for a bedtime story? Because I have one right here for you, a special frog bedtime story. Yeah, it's called, uh, it's it's an interesting story. It's a fictional one, but it might sound familiar. It's called uh, Viola and the Memphis Two-Step. Uh, it took way back in Memphis, uh, Tennessee, or Georgia, whatever state Memphis is in. Memphis, Tennessee, that was a, that was kind of a joke, not really. And I think that's where Graceland is, and, uh, out behind Graceland, there's a thing called the Back 40, which is behind a lot of places, and that's like the Back 40 yards of uh, the grass and stuff. And after the hills of the grass and the Back 40 is a little uh, gully. Down that gully is a retention basin, you're correct. And uh, But I'm going to be telling you, it's time to go to sleep now, frogs, and uh, retention basin, right? Down that basin is a, uh, you know, family of frogs had lived there for a long time. And some of those frogs had known uh, Elvis Presley, and some of them had known uh, Priscilla Presley, and some of them had known uh, uh, Paul Pressler. I think uh, that was a Disney executive, actually. I don't know if they, they visited there one time, and uh, the frog jumped in front of them and went by. And there were, for a long time out there in uh, Memphis, the frogs lived. And, they, yeah, they lived in Memphis, uh, Memphis, Tennessee, just outside in Graceland, the back of Graceland. And uh, there was the glitz of Graceland. Yeah, the glitz of Graceland, you're right. And, uh, you know, the, 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 the bright lights and the cars and the tourists and, uh, you know, the days before the tourists with the peanut butter and banana sandwiches and... Yeah, Graceland. You're right. You're right. It's called Graceland. And uh, out behind there was a young frog. Her name was Viola. And uh, she was an amphibian. Yeah. That is you, Viola. It's a fictional version of you. Uh, and she lived out there, and she loved to sing. And she sang 
and she sang for the joy, uh, the joy, joy deep down in her heart, just like she had heard. Yeah, she well, she yeah followed her bliss. You're right. You're right, Twang. Like because uh, she had heard a visitor one time at Graceland. Joy Germ Joan was her name, and Joy Germ Joan had come to uh, pay her respects to Elvis the King. And, you know, all the joy that Elvis had brought Joy Germ Joan and the people of the world and all the different Elvises and, uh, you know, all the different styles and the, the different, you know, the different stages and the different, you know, the so much joy. Uh, and people say, oh, well, there's other, well, but, but Elvis brought a lot of joy. And Joy Germ Joan was there, uh, and she was talking to everybody about joy and joy germs and the infectiousness of joy. Yeah, you're right, joy germ. And she was there talking about joy, talking about uh, happiness and all those things. And, oh, boy. Yeah, joy germ. Yeah, she was there, joy germ. And, and uh Viola was listening the whole time to this and said, wow, joy, yeah. Uh, you know, what brings me joy is singing, singing in my croaky, creaky, dulcet tones about uh, the moon and other frogs, and learning, you know, learning the English language uh, so I could communicate with humans and hire them for frog birthday parties. And Viola loved uh, to sing, but then as she got older and she headed off to frog school. Of course, a little bit of that changed because uh, she met jo- frogs that didn't believe in joy germs and that thought she was hot stuff because she lived on Graceland property. And they told Viola she didn't sing like they did. She sang with a creakier dulcet tones and uh, croakier dulcet tones. And she sounded like a bullfrog and that her singing was a bunch of bull. And of course, that didn't make her happy. It made her feel a little bit sad. Yeah, it made her sad, and uh, so for a time she stopped singing, and then uh, she thought, was that all a dream? Uh, but she had remembered that she had taken uh, Joy Germ Jones' card when someone, she had Joy Germ Jones was trying to explain joy to people, and they would take her card out of politeness and then cast it aside. Well, Viola had taken one of those cards, uh, and it said, Joy Germ Jones. The Joy Germ Society, Syracuse, New York, 13215. And Viola said to herself, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to drop out of uh, school since uh, frogs can't really get degrees anyway. I'm going to head north. Uh, I'm going to head north. I'm going to meet Joy Germ Joan. And I'm going to discover the joy within me. And I'm going to catch these joy germs and I'll be able to sing again and Viola set off on a journey from uh, Memphis uh, to Syracuse. Uh, she did, yes, yes, she did. No doubt about it, Viola. She did. And she set off and, you know, she boarded boxcar trains and hopped on and hopped off. And because she was a frog, it took years because, uh, you know, she didn't really know where she was going. And, you know, communicating with frogs isn't easy. Uh, and the really the only ways for frogs to travel are boxcars and barges. And so there's, uh, you know, a lot of uh, doubling back. Well, did she make it? That's a good question, everyone. I'm glad you're so interested in this story. She persisted. Uh, 
And even when she was going the wrong way, she would, uh, you know, she would go back and she would, you know, she would ask other, you know, people and, and, and creatures if she could find the right way to Syracuse. And people would say there, and then she ended up in New York City. And that was like a whole movie, you know, Viola, like uh, she didn't have the money to find her way to the train to Syracuse. So she fell in with the wrong crowd. And they said, what can you do? And she said, I could, you know, I can talk in this deep frog-like voice. And so then uh, they said, oh, you're hired. So then she worked there and then she had to get out of New York because uh, that's what, not what she really wanted. And finally she boarded a train uh, headed uh, to straight to Binghamton, not that far from Syracuse. And then she spent a few days in Binghamton and then she m- managed to get on the back of a truck full of hay bales uh, bound for a hayride in Syracuse, New York. And then Viola, you know, she kept that card uh, right, you know, in that the thing that inflates. Uh, so that's why she couldn't sing either because she had a business card in there. Her frog bubble, or I don't know what you call it. Viola, what do you call that thing? Frog bubble. You do call it that. That's great. Uh, glad I was right about something today. And she traveled north, and uh, she looked, and she found the address, 111 Joy Germ Lane, Joy Germ Joan. But Joy Germ Joan wasn't there anymore. And, you know, she was gone. And Viola said to herself, I've traveled all this way all these years, uh, and I just wanted to meet Joy Germ Joan. I just wanted to find the joy deep, deep, deep down in my frog bubble. And now Joy Germ, Joy Germ Jones Industries and the Joy Germ Foundation, 111 Joy Germ Lane was still there because uh, it was a sign somebody tacked up. On. Yeah, it was there, though. You're right, Viola. And Viola cried uh, just like that. She cried tears of uh, sadness. Yeah, she was sad. Joy Germ, you're right. She was looking for the Joy Germ Joan. And she was down and down and out. Uh, and she didn't know what to do. Uh, yeah, Joy Germ. You're right, Joy Germ. And uh, then she met somebody, and they said, What are you doing, Frog? What's with that frowny face? Uh, you're at 111 Joy Germ Lane. Uh, that's what this alley is. Uh, and Viola sang. And the person said, Wow, that reminds me of this swamp. Uh, uh, just outside of, uh, you know, Lake Ontario somewhere, about an hour from here. Why don't you hop in my car and we'll, we'll take you there. And so they headed north, uh, and they actually had, like, water for uh, Viola to drink, and uh, Viola found her way to the swamp, uh, just like this one, almost identical to this one, uh, and she got in that swamp, and she started, yeah, Joy Germ. Uh, yeah, that was a part that, in the story that was Joy Germ. You're right. Uh, that was a while ago, though. And Viola, yeah, Joy Germ. You're right, Frogs. Uh, but Viola found her way to a swamp, and she found her place there. And, yeah, Joy Germ. You're right. And then she found out, uh, oh, boy, I don't know who's singing now, but uh, Viola found that her song was different than a lot of the other frog songs. Yes, Joy Germ. Yeah, Joy Germ. Uh, 
Yep, and then she found that she could sing and that the other frogs would enjoy it. You had joy germ. And she found her joy again. And that's the end of that story. Uh, it's a sto- it was a bedtime story. Thanks. I, I realize it wasn't perfect because it was a story to put your frogs to sleep because it's past your bedtimes. And, uh, yeah, thanks, Phil. I, I, I did enjoy telling your story. It was made up, I know. And uh, thank you, all you frogs, for uh, putting, putting up with me tonight, all the lightning bugs that were here. And I... I hope you'll take that quorum a little more seriously and think about eating all the mosquitoes. Uh, I guess plenty will be... Uh, you could share DNA with me, I guess, if you like, because uh, I, I, uh, they, they took a lot from me tonight. And uh, But I'm glad I got to spend the night with you, Frogs. I missed you. Two years ago, I came here, and none of you were around. Uh, so I'm glad that I came here this time. Oh, thank you. Thank you. No, thanks for having me. No, don't, don't go. Well, I, I do, unless you can eat all these mosquitoes. I really got to go. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'll be at that party. Let me know when the next frog party is. I'll uh, talk to these lightning bugs, uh, see about a lightning bug suit, and, uh, yeah, I'll be dancing. Oh, and uh, Viola will be singing. Yeah, I'll be doing the Mickey Mickey Mouse or whatever the dances frogs like. Oh, why was it called the Sute Two Step? I'm sorry, I didn't tie the story together, huh? Yeah, that's a part of the story I missed. Uh, but all the time, uh, like the way Viola paid her bills was doing this dance called the Two Step, where she would get up on two feet and dance. And actually, uh, the TV station, the WB, like got a frog to copy it and. Uh, Veal actually got a lawyer, Joy Germ Jones' lawyer, and uh, uh, she got a bunch of money from that. And uh, that's uh, how she lived happily ever after. She purchased a swamp, actually, and she was the first frog to own a swamp. Uh, so that was good news, and uh, that's why it was called the uh, Memphis Two-Step. Uh, it was a great question. I'm not sure who asked it, but I'm glad you did. And yeah, so I guess all you frogs, so I guess I guess you'll put yourselves to bed because I I tried and I I did want to comfort all of you. So thank you so much for having me here in your swamp viola with all your friends. Thanks all my listeners for being here. Yeah, thank you, thank you for having me. The sweet sounds, the breeze, the frogs, viola. Yeah, I know our voices are so... I never knew how much I sounded like a frog till I recorded with you, Viola. I don't know how to feel about it exactly, but uh, good night. Good night, everybody. Thanks for uh, joining me here uh, on the edge of a swamp uh, with my forest friends.